0: Listen, I got to say, there, there was an aha that Jared just gave us. I want to make sure everybody caught and it was at the very beginning. And Jared said, not, I think I know my numbers. And, and that's, that's the aha is when you're running a business to any extent, you could be 24 sides a year, like Jared and Amber were in their first year or whether a business is that right now, if you don't know your business, you're not acting like a professional. All right, welcome to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell here with my amazing co-host, Mr. John Jones, and we have a special guest lined up for the next series in our top producer real estate agent series. Welcome to the show, Mr. Jared Rutherford.
1: Yes, thank you, Brian. Excited to be here and speak with you today.
0: Cool, dude. So, uh just a background we've known each other for a little while we've done a little bit of work together meaning like we've gone to boot camp and stuff like that um you look like you've lost a lot of weight yeah that's
1: (laughs) Uh, that yeah that that's a work in progress uh thanks for
2: thanks
0: for (laughs) for noticing brian (laughs) i'm just teasing you i'm trying to add in a little bit of accountability to help you out um, because we're friends. So uh, so listen, Jared, thanks for joining us. Um, we've been doing this series for the last couple of weeks um, on just interviewing some top producers, and we'd love to hear a little bit about your story, how you started in the business, and what kind of business uh, you and your wife, Amber, are doing now, and what the Rutherford Realty Group looks like overall. So, man, if you could kick us off, can you just give us a little background? Like, I, I know, like, you know, at one time, Amber was a teacher, you've been a firefighter for a long time, and somehow also managed to grow this massive business. Can you can you walk us through it a little bit?
1: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, So like Brian said, my name is Jared Rutherford with uh, Tampa, Florida, the Rutherford group out of Keller Williams, Tampa properties. And uh, so it was it was December of 2013, when uh, I was at the fire department. Uh, my wife, Amber, she was an administrator at uh, a local elementary school. And we were just having a conversation and I'm like, you know, Amber, um, there's something missing. There's uh, passion, there's something that, something else in addition to uh, my current career that I, I'm seeking. Okay. And so she's like, why don't you go back to real estate? And I always, I I got licensed in, I think, I believe uh, 2006 and, and I always did it just part-time friends, family, just really, really part-time, maybe a couple transactions a year. And so, so anyway, long story short, I went around and interviewed all the brokerages (laughs) in the area and I, and I found Keller Williams Realty, which uh, it aligned with our values and our, uh, you know, the faith. Uh, family and business in that order, and so it really spoke to us. And I encouraged Amber. I said, "Well, if I'm going to do this, you know, why why don't you do it with me?" I said, "We could make a great team." Little did we know how much work it, it, it was going to take. So uh, fast forward. So that was December 2013. We signed on with Keller Williams Realty, and we we did it again. We had other careers. So that first year, we did 24 transactions, and we served 24 families, and we, did, we were strictly part-time. Okay, so you were uh,
0: 24 families, you were strictly part-time at that. I mean, listen, two deals a month, even for a full-timer, is pretty good, right? Yeah, now. that's, so, yep, that's... So that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And uh, before I even go there, we have four kids, uh, 12 and under. So we, we had a few things a going busy. at the time. <laughs> a little busy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so my natural, my natural being is, uh, very entrepreneurial, very, uh, and where my wife is more, she is more conservative, more like, I want to see the numbers analytical. (laughs) Uh, so it it, it was, uh, it it was interesting going into business. So one
0: of you runs and the other one pulls the brakes a little bit. Is that how it works? initially, maybe yes. pumps, maybe pumps the brakes. Yes. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that, that's, that, that's, that's, that's a good, that, that's a good way. To that's a
2: it, good sure. balance though. That is I mean, a pretty for, good balance. For a business. That's a, that's a decent balance. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. So yeah, Brian, so in addition to that, in that first year, we were learning all the systems and models, yep. uh, really building our foundation, uh, And it was a lot, a lot of learning because we're really new to building a business. Uh, I had some real estate experience uh, and yet it was, it was learning how to run and build a business. Yeah. So that, 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 so that was our background. So I worked for the fire department for, I currently work there and I've been there 20 years. Wow. And Amber was an educator, uh, an administrator and, prior to her getting into real estate.
0: Awesome, cool, so to, to kind of paint the whole picture, you guys started off, you said 2013, both kind of doing it part-time, and what does the team look, make up right now? Like how, how many people you got on the team? Right,
1: yeah, so fast forward to today, uh, so far this year, first quarter, uh, we have 54 uh, closed and pending, Wow. and 23 million in volume, uh, we, our team consists of, uh, three administrative and five agents, full-time, full-time agents. And that's where we're at today. So, wow. yeah. That's
0: awesome, dude. That is crazy that volume. Is so you guys are on pace. I mean, legit, you could do a hundred million this year. We really could. You know? I mean, it's great. If, like he, he's said, like, if,
2: great. if we could find the inventory, right? If it's out there. That's the only thing slowing them
0: down. <laughs>
1: Yes. Inventory is definitely can be challenging. Uh, and yet, I mean, when you say that out loud, Brian uh, and John, it's just. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you think about where you're at there, Jared, right now in your business, yeah. 100 million isn't out of reach. That's dude, that's awesome, man. I'm that is. That's
2: that amazing. Crazy. And you're still working as a firefighter. I am. I'm okay. Still, still <laughs> fire department. I have, and my I guess have is. Five. My guess is Amber is is now full time real estate only.
1: Correct. Okay. See, uh Amber uh more so runs uh, our title company.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. So Jared, you oversee the real estate business. Amber's Correct. running the title company, you guys own these businesses together. Plus you play zone coverage um as parents. <laughs> I like that. Just out of curiosity, what kind of uh defense did Michigan play last night against UCLA?
1: Oh, it's like, it's like, how much weight did you, have you lost?
0: (laughs) I'm just teasing you. We'll cut that part out. (laughs) The weight (laughs) loss is a good thing. (laughs) It could be worse going the other uh, way. (laughs) I'm just having some fun with you. So, you know, here we are. Fast forward 2021 from 2013. You guys have built an incredible business, but I know that it wasn't easy. Could you walk us through a little bit about, you know, like, first of all, like when did it start clicking? Um, But I think that there's always a great story in the struggle because I I know it wasn't easy and, you know, you've heard, you know, you've been taught and I've been taught the same thing. Like we don't learn anything in success. We only learn in failure. So you had to go through some of those growing pains to get to where you're at. What would you say is like the big takeaway lesson that you could share with those who are, are listening?
1: Yeah. So early on, uh, we took a class called bold and I don't know, some of you guys may have heard of it. It's, it's, uh, it's a coaching and conditioning program through Keller Williams Realty, uh, business objective life by design. And so early on in, with our career, Keller Williams, we, we, uh, we took that class and one of the things they they teach in there is that 90% is mindset. And so, When I started realizing that, and uh, it's it's really working on yourself more so than my coach says, Jared, you're treating the all the symptoms. You're treating all the, you know, what's the root? Like, well, and it was starting with me. So when it started clicking, uh, I started working. You know, I started working on myself, meaning affirmations, meditation. You know, exercise some things that, and I know we joke about it. Yet, when we start our mornings off right mm-hmm. and doing those things, uh, I think a lot of things fall into place. Yeah. And uh, so, when specifically you you said, when did it start clicking? Yeah. And so, we would do the activities and we would do the lead generation and have different strategies around that. And yet, when I changed my mindset from like we're bothering not necessarily we're bothering people or we're being pushy, yet when I changed it to if we're not serving them, if our team's not serving them, then they're not getting the best team I available. So I love that when I change that mindset, when I go on a listing appointment, I a hundred percent agree that I am the best agent to serve that family, or our team's the best team to serve them. I love and that. so until that clicked that confidence you're right it, it did lack a little bit it did you know i had those and that's why i'm constantly working on myself with coaching and affirmations and i mean since 90 percent is mindset it, it has uh, it, it's a constant it's not it's not like okay i checked the box and i'm done with it now yeah. and i don't need to do that anymore <clears throat>
0: So So, for you, Jared, if I take away, you know, what I'm hearing you say is it it wasn't necessarily about, hey, I I just all of a sudden started doing this activity or this series of activities for you, where it really started to click was, hey, listen, I'm the best option available for buyers and sellers out there. And we're doing them a disservice if we're not taking the opportunity to serve them.
1: A (laughs) hundred percent. So your friends and families, like... uh, initially I was always looking for the magic pill or the, or the magic bullet and like, Hey, what's the, you know, what's going to get me there quicker, faster until I realized that there's, that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Like it takes hard work. (laughs) It takes, you know, being efficient and following a schedule and doing the things that are uncomfortable sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I started doing that, some people are hesitant of talking with their friends and family and they're like, Oh, we don't want to bother them. Or we're, you know, they're the ones that actually want to help you. Mm -hmm. So it's a huge opportunity. And so a lot of our sphere, uh, we are like, you know, if we're not serving them, not, not only they're not getting the best uh, we're letting, you know, and I'm sure it's similar in the mortgage industry. If you're not serving them, you don't know who they're getting. There's a, a no. lot of mortgage yeah. lenders, a lot of mortgage brokers. Yeah. Same with realtors. I, I mean, I heard something the other day. There's more realtors than there the are. Listings out,
0: right? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I do feel the same way. I, I feel the same way about our company from the consumer perspective, as, as well as, um, you know, the loan originators and branch managers that are in business with us. Um, I believe we're the best thing out there. And if you're not working with us, you're getting less. You know, in fact, I would tell you, I think that if you're a real estate agent out there and you're not working with us, you're closing less homes than you could be. uh, But by not working with us. So I, dude, I 100% agree uh, with your mindset on there. And I think that's a, that's a big, big deal. Because I think that is one of the things that gets in the way, John, of a lot of agents is that fear of, I don't wanna tell these people what I do, or I don't wanna ask these people for business. <laughs> yeah. or uh, and, and, and most of that fear is probably rejection. I, 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 I mean, we
2: have to, we have to constantly remind, remind our family and friends what we do. I mean, like, like I always say in the mortgage business, you know, we go to the soccer field on Saturday and we don't wanna come across as being pushy. Yeah. But when rates are low, I'm doing a disservice if I don't just hey Brian by the way great rate, opportunity. rates rates have really dropped you know drop me drop me a call and let's see if we can save you some money you have to serve everybody that you see and don't take the assumption that they know what you do because they forget yeah I mean pl- there are plenty of times and Jared probably early on you've got a friend or, or call co- you know somebody that you, you see from time to time and they say hey guess what I just they they now realize the connection. Yeah. You sell real estate. Hey, guess what? I just listed a, my house. You know, if you have a buyer, like you'll, you, yeah, like, you missed the you opportunity because you yeah. weren't being aggressive or pushy.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I have many stories, John.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it drives whole... you crazy in real estate and and the mortgage business. Oh. I'm like, it, it, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. No,
1: I, absolutely. And you got to stay top of mind. And you're you're not. I mean, you got to get rid of that thinking. I, I'm. Bothering people, and it's not always asking for business. Yet you're coming from contribution. You're you're caring about them and right. the relationship, and and the business is going to be a byproduct.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, Jared, I w- I want to learn a little bit about where your business is coming from right now. But before that, you kind of segued, or you gave us an opportunity to segue into something um, in regards to coaching because you mentioned that you have uh, a business coach. Can you tell us a little bit about why you think that's important and what you've gotten out of that relationship?
1: Uh, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, I, I look at it this way. I'm like, you look at a professional athlete. I mean, see, Brian, you're a big Bucks fan, right? Of course. I mean, and I know you're a big Tom Brady and Michigan fan oh, too, I, right?
0: I am now. I hated him a year ago. <laughs> But uh, yeah. I am now. Uh, now this guy is from my Boston, youngest son's name, Brady. And he named his kid
2: after Tom oh, Brady. Absolutely. Bear, bear.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, how many coaches does a professional athlete have? I mean, many. So I look at it that way. I'm like, if you want to be the best in the industry, whatever your industry is, uh, you need people that are going to not only hold you accountable. Yeah, push you that have been there you know been there before you mm-hmm. uh and can cut that learning curve so yes i 100 agree in coaching and accountability and mentors uh that can help guide you and direct you and it, it, i mean some people's limited mindset could be like well that costs money or you know Whatever their their limiting belief may be, and yet the truth is, it's actually going to save you time, going to save you money, mm-hmm. and going to uh, move you forward. So, a hundred percent. We have multiple coaches in different areas of our life. Uh, we have uh, someone that helps with wealth building. Uh, we have uh, a production coach for uh, our you know our team, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Let's see what else uh, we have I mean we have mentors uh, in the different various sure. areas of our life and faith and, uh, yeah uh,
0: I, was gonna, I was gonna say you I I think to go
1: to I used to go to boot camp with you for exercise yeah and you so, called out on that
0: yeah so uh, <laughs> yeah we had a what I would call it you have a fitness coach um, you know I think of like even training my fi- partners even somebody my that's gonna financial push you. planner I think as uh, a finance coach. Um, you know, you've got business coaches. I think when you, when you slow down for a minute and you think about the people who have influence in your life, you realize that you have a lot of these things in place Honest already. Point. You're just not necessarily calling them that, you know, like you mentioned, you know, a faith, you know, faith, like you know, we, we happen to go to the same church. Um yep involved in different things, but there's people there who are influencing us and and helping us and support us in, in that as well. Um, Jared, how, how long have you been in coach in like specifically business coaching, real estate coaching?
1: Yeah, almost since, I mean, at the beginning we did bold, we did several, uh, bolds back to back and then, uh, and then we took a step up and it literally took our trajectory and our business and helped. I mean, it went, so our second year was, we doubled our third year, our, by our third year, we we're selling over a hundred homes a year. Wow. And so awesome. third year in business, I mean, together, new career. Uh, so, I mean, it, I can't be a bigger advocate for coaching, uh, in yeah. whatever industry that is.
0: You know, and I think part two, I mean, John, you've been in real estate, so you've got some background to this, but. You know, as a real estate agent, in most cases, you're an independent contractor, you're an independent agent, right? Like the brokerage that you work for, although I'm sure that they love you, they're outside of what they're doing as a group in terms of systems and models and education. They're not doing anything specific with you. And they can't, right? They can't because there could be 400, 500 right. agents that make up that brokerage. And there's probably four people in leadership. So if you're not an independent agent that is like self-motivated, you're you're never going to get out of your bed. You're never going to yeah. get up off your couch or, or whatever that may yeah. be. Yeah. And you need somebody who's going to talk to you weekly and say, hey, so what did you do this week? Yep. Y- you know, and- yeah, that's
2: a, great, that's a great point. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Jerry, you probably saw a lot of that when COVID hit a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about it in our industry, but that, that was a make or break for many people that were in sales. What direction am I going to go? And, you know, how, how's my business going to look? Am I going to sit back and wait for this to, to go away? Or am I going to be aggressive and get out there after it? And I think, and, and probably we'll find out here with statistics, that... The top twenty percent probably really grabbed even more of the market, mm-hmm. and the bottom eighty lost a lot of yes. the market. You know because of what happened this yeah. past year.
0: I mean, I'll, and I'll tell you personally, I'm seeing that from a lot of the real estate folks that I know, like Jared, um, who are saying that. You know, in an, out of an office of a hundred agents, you know, in any given month, let's say fifty of them used to close a transaction. Today it's twenty but the office is doing more volume than they've ever done before. So those deals are just going to the bigger teams like Jared and Amber, the hustlers. Yeah. And, and,
1: and back to the coaching and i am extremely, I, like I said, I'm a big advocate on that and personal growth. Like, uh, there's a bold law that really sticks with me. Your business grows to the extent that you do. And so constantly, uh, I'm um, very big on personal growth, meaning that like you're in trainings or you're reading books you're listening to podcasts. And there's a, a phenomenal book that I, I read recently and it's uh, called the Almanac of Naval Ravikant. And it, it, some of the ahas I got from that, I jotted down if, if you don't mind. I Yeah. Wanna dude, yeah, yeah.
0: Bring them, bring them. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, the first one, no one can compete with you on being you. Mm-hmm. Most of life is a search for who and what needs you the most. So no one can compete with being you. Uh, and that's it with the, you know, with the lead generation and COVID doing the care calls, just being you. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it, no one can compete with Brian Lovell being Brian Lovell like. Yeah. And so that really spoke to me. And then another one is earn with your mind not your time. You know, a lot of people think like, oh, I put a lot of time. It's not always that. Let's let's be let's work smarter not harder. Sure. And then the the last one that I had jotted down is value your time at an hourly rate. Mm. And ruth, ruthlessly spend to save time at that rate. You will never be worth more than you think you're worth.
0: Yeah. Dude, those are pretty incredible. I, I've been um, preparing to teach a book by John Maxwell called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And so I've been going through that. I'm a, we're about to uh, do that with some of our top uh, pr- producing managers here. And I'm also doing it to uh, with some of our real estate partners out there. And uh, okay. one of the things I took away uh, in some reading that I just did this week was, you know, John talks about, personal growth and, you know, that you have to invest time and money into it. But you know, not everybody, a lot of people get intimidated, like Jared, if, and we don't, we're not going to say the number, but what you probably pay in coaching a month would most people cause them to right away say, I'm not doing that (laughs) right, right. But here's the reality is, and you just said it, it. you know, if you're just starting out and, and you value personal growth because, you know, that's what's going to take your business to the next level. To your point, your business only grows to the extent that you do. Um, you know, a, just listening to a podcast like this or picking up a book that you can pick up for 10 or $11, it doesn't have to be hundreds or thousands of dollars in investment right away. Right, start small. You can start somewhere yep. and get into some personal growth.
1: A hundred percent. I love that you just said that. So yes, it doesn't take that. And when it t- comes time and you're like, Hey, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to take that step. I'm ready to hire a coach or mentor, or, uh, a consultant, change that mindset from an expense to an investment. Yes. Uh, once, once you do that, cause you're going to hold that investment accountable. If, if you're not seeing results, you're not going to, you're yes. not going to stay in v- investing in yeah. something that's not producing results.
0: And I love that you said that because I it just made me think about every dollar I've ever invested into myself for personal growth. I've never wished I got any of it back. You mm-hmm. know, I, I've never wanted a refund on yeah. that, or felt that that wasn't money well spent. At the time, it might have stung a little bit, um, yep. but hindsight being 2020, I I don't. It was it was good. It was a good investment. Um, so, Jared, where where um, where's your business coming from these days? You know, from you know, I know you've mentioned Sphere quite a bit, but I mean, to be able to close as many sides and transactions as you're doing, you mind sharing with us a little bit, like how you guys are farming out your business?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, the majority is our Sphere. I mean, we have built uh, our, our Sphere. I would say not I would say I know our numbers uh 80 is fear and past clients 80 percent.
2: wow I love that
1: uh it's the highest it's ever been and it, we have and then the other is agent referrals uh so again just those relationships yep yep it's uh so Amber and I grew up in the Tampa Bay area we've lived in in multiple different areas and we're both people you know uh people, persons, or however you want to say that. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so, you know, we have we do have a sphere, and yet we're constantly growing. Even if you don't, you're new to a town. Yeah. I see people all the time. You're constantly feeding everyone you meet. Uh, I mean, early on, someone told me, a wise person said, everyone you meet is either uh, a now buyer, a now seller, a future buyer, future seller, or they're interested in a career in real estate or, or lending, yeah. you know, or the mortgage industry. So, I mean, yep. every, every single person you meet, I mean,
0: yeah. listen, I gotta say there, all- there was an aha <laughs> that Jared just gave us. I want to make sure everybody caught. And it was at the very beginning and Jared said, not, I think I know my numbers. And, and that's, that's the aha is, when you're running a business to any extent, you could be 24 sides a year, like Jared and Amber were in their first year, or where their business is at right now. If you don't know your business, you're not acting like a professional, right? And and I would imagine right now, if I sat in front of Jared and I started asking him specific questions about his business, he could spit the data out to me as fast as I'm asking the questions.
1: And Brian, I want your the listeners to hear this that does not come naturally. No. So that, I mean, for, for you, it might yet for me, it didn't. Yeah. I and, agree. and so I, I avoided it. I avoided it for a <laughs> long time and, until I realized that I'm not running a business. I don't know what's coming in, what's going out. Yeah. I don't know uh, where, where my business is coming from. I don't know who to uh, market to, to prospect to. And so Yes. When, once we did that, it, change, it changed everything. I mean, yeah. once you know your numbers, you can identify where are the gaps. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. I say it all the time. For where everything the focus that we needs measure, to go, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, for everything yeah. that we measure, there are behaviors and disciplines that drive those metrics. It does not matter what the metric is. That's the bottom line, right? Um, Let, go ahead, John. Let's
2: dive into some fun stuff and, and talk a little bit about where the market, what the market looks like today. Yeah you know with multiple offers the inventory yes. that's the, that's the the big question here in uh quarter 1 here 2021 yeah in the Tampa market
1: yeah so definitely challenging uh but here's the here's the thing challenging yet opportunities are always there no matter what market we're in there's opportunity so uh yes uh, you know offers are are definitely challenging cuz you're up against multiple offers and yet we're, we're doing everything we can to, to have those uh, conversations up front and seeing, well, w- what is the seller looking for? What is it terms? Is it specific terms? Is it, you know, only pricing? Is it, are they looking at, you know, convenience? So when we can find out their motivation, it really helps us on our end Uh you know, there's different strategies and yeah, it, it is definitely tight and we're doing certain things to uh, help find more inventory. And some of those strategies are, you know, through text messages through, uh, they call it a, the golden letter and actually sending out a letter to uh, say a home goes under contract, one of your listings and you had multiple offers, you actually farm that area. Yeah, and, yeah. and so th- there's different strategies. And yet we're we're having mul- on our listings we're having m- many many offers. Yeah. Is there That's- anything specific you guys wanted to hit I, on
2: that? Yeah, I mean, where are the buyers coming from? It's a frenzy, but if you look at NAR uh, statistics year over year, right? Sales are up slightly from last year. What twelve percent in units and volume? So yeah, and,
1: and and it's it's phenomenal. I mean, what I. What I say to buyers and sellers, I say it's it's almost like a perfect storm, yeah. something that we haven't seen before. Like, I, I, I connect with people that have been in the market, you know, the business 20, 30 years, and they're like, Jared, we've never seen this. Yeah. And so, what I mean by perfect storm, obviously, inventory is low, so it's great seller's market. You can capitalize on the equity in, in your home. And yet, still on a purchase, it's still, I mean, historic. Historical low rates, rates are low, yeah, and ho- home affordability is up. So, th- I mean, there's huge opportunity, and it's our job. It's our, uh you know, as a professional in the industry, is to let our people know. Let our people know that if they want to invest in real estate, if they want to buy a second home or a first home, I mean, we need to let them know hey, it's still a great time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Where so do you see a lot of out of state buyers, or or mostly local, yeah. or it's? A, I mean, Florida is, is is always been a great state to mm-hmm. to, to live in. Yeah. I've been here twenty five years now, but now more than ever, yeah. I think Florida's drawing a, or the attention of a lot of people. Yes, you know some, we
1: we have personally seen quite a few uh, out of many out of state clients. I've seen many from California, yeah. from. Uh, uh, Chicago for, I mean, just uh, all over people, people are coming to Florida. I mean, it's a desirable state. It's, I mean, I'm from Michigan and the work, the work
2: remote off. thing has shifted everybody too. I mean, companies yeah. that are now allowing employees to go to and work, work remote. remote. Why I mean, not? Why not come where am I going to live? Am I going to be in Boston, Michigan yeah. or Florida somewhere? Um, so John,
1: great, 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 great point, John. Uh, people are, working remotely. So they're like, well, where would I want to work? You know, if I, if I was at home or remote and so that, and people are also getting homes where they can work, can, can have a home office. Sure. And so maybe that's an additional bedroom. Uh, you know, whatever that looks like there, there's lots of opportunity. There's a lot of out of town clients uh, desiring Florida.
0: Hey, Jared, you know, we John brought up, you know, the inventory situation and, you know, how many offers we're seeing, you know, come across on, on listings today. I, I, my feeling is that there's probably starting to become some buyer fatigue out there. Like, you know, man, I'm tired of looking at all these homes. I'm tired of my... Like, what would be your advice to a buyer in this market?
1: Bring your A game. And also... <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's all about setting expectations and, and what's the, and setting expectations and what's their motivation. I mean, it, it's, it's tough because we don't have a crystal ball yeah, and we don't know if it's going to continue to go up because we could say, you know what, uh, you know, here's the, here's the pricing. I know you think it's only worth this yet to get the house you're going to have to pay this. You know, do you guys have the funds to make up that difference? Because, I mean, likelihood is in two months, the value would be there anyway. Yet yeah. it, that's challenging. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a great question.
0: Yeah. Uh, and there, there are tools out there, by the way, to help show a buyer w- how quickly they're going to get a return on their investment if they're bidding over ask. Um, you know, something, you know, again, you can plug into through with us. Um, but also, you know, I think, you know, we, we were on a mastermind or I was on a mastermind this past week with some loan officers and we were talking about what are some of the creative ways to do some financing when a couple of things happen. One, we have to bid over ask what happens if the appraisal comes in short. Um, so part of that is like, I think from the lending side too, like we're not in this place anymore where you can just be like, Hey, here's your 30 year fixed, you know, go get the house you want. Today, like if you're an LO in this market, you 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 you're working. It's tough. You, you know you're you're working because you have to be creative, and that's why kind of what I said about I believe that partners working with us are closing more homes than those that aren't, um, because oh, because okay. we're taking the time okay. to educate our LOs yeah, sure. on how to do that.
1: Yeah, no, agreed. You have a strong uh, LO and a mortgage company that can advocate for you. I mean, calling those listing agents, mm-hmm. you know, really selling it like, hey, you know, and the programs that you guys have, you know, that show that, hey, these people are qualified. I mean, they're basically a cash buyer and we can close in so many weeks. I mean, that, that definitely as a listing agent, that a hundred percent helps. Yeah. And it gives you the comp, it gives the listing agent the confidence who, you know, will you know, pass that along to obviously his
0: clients. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well listen, we're running out of time and Jared, I know you got to get going to your next appointment here probably. Is there anything that you wish John and I would have talked to you about or or asked you in the time that we've spent together?
1: No, uh I, I mean I think we hit on a lot of a lot of different things. Uh I, I would encourage uh anyone listening, call your people, talk to your people, let them know you're in the business, stay top of mind and people want to help you. And especially now, if you're not staying top of mind, they're having these, they're, they're thinking either buying, selling, investing in real estate. And yet you want to be that person that they do the mortgage through. So uh, just really, I mean, it, I know it sounds so, so uh, basic and yet I heard Gary Keller the other day, uh, uh, the founder and of Keller Williams. And he said, that if, if you're not crushing it right now, you, you really should look in the mirror. And yet, <laughs> As a real estate agent, and yet he said, people in this type of market, people get sloppy and lax, and they stop talking to their people, they mm-hmm. stop working their database, and so when the market does shift, uh, it's not gonna be pretty. So talk yep. to your people, guys. Stay top of mind yeah. and go Great brush shit. Yep. So
0: listen, I Jared, we appreciate you coming on to the show. I'm sorry, did you yeah. have something you wanted no, to know? No, no. Good. Okay. Uh, we appreciate you coming on to the show. I, I mean, we hit a lot of stuff and a lot of things I wish we could have even gone maybe a little deeper on. So if you got questions, I know, Jared, so I know that he would be help, willing to help anybody out there who might be looking for him to go a little bit deeper on some of the things that he's um, talked about and always John and I you might be curious what your home's worth
2: today too so, yeah so give them a call and, and find out. I mean we saw like appreciation up about 16% so doing quick numbers a half a million that's 80 grand you made just on your property this past <sighs> year during covid so I mean it's it, it is definitely a time you know and I'm trying to encourage people if if you're in a home and you touched on needing an extra bedroom or maybe the swimming pool a little bit more room for you and your family you probably have a lot more equity Mm -hmm. and and you have a lot of people that are looking for your home. So it might be a great move up opportunity. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Absolutely. If you, if you're even considering selling, I would definitely, uh, you can call us, you can, uh, email me, Jared at trgkw.com and, uh, your home's, guaranteed worth more than you think
2: yep that's a great that's the point right yes absolutely <laughs> might be pleasantly surprised at that yeah.
1: absolutely yeah.
0: well Jared thanks for joining us uh, you and your wife are a bunch of rock stars I value you guys appreciate you and uh, thanks for spending some time with us um, if absolutely. you have if you have liked what you have seen and heard today on the context of contracts podcast don't forget to like and subscribe and if there's anything that any of us can do please know all of us will always here to serve you